good morning or good afternoon, depending on wherever you at the time of this recording. Uh, this is episode 20 of the Restrict Is On podcast. I'm with my fellow co-host today, Kyrie. Introduce yourself. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, Chris, introduce yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. How's everybody doing today? Happy holidays to all. Yes, sir. Happy holidays to you. Mari, introduce yourself, man. What's up, everybody? Thank you for uh, tuning in today. Yes, sir. And Elijah, introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Good, good, man. I mean, how was everyone's holidays yesterday, man? What's what's going on with that? How, how was that? You bought any gifts for the family? Oh, I kept it low. That was pretty good, pretty good. Okay. Uh, we also wanted to wish everyone happy holidays tuning in uh, to this episode today. And I'm sure hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And uh, you guys enjoyed uh, 2020 despite all the nonsense going on. So now we're going to talk basketball. This is a basketball episode today. Uh, yesterday was Christmas, and obviously the NBA had some games on Christmas. Uh, it was a total of five games on Christmas, so the NBA kind of spoiled us. Uh, so the Pelicans played the Heat. The Heat won 100, 111 to 98. The Warriors played the Bucks. The Bucks dominated the Warriors. Uh, 138 to 99. The Nets beat the Celtics in a dominant fashion as well, 123 to 95. The Lakers beat the Mavericks, 138 to 115. The Clippers beat the Nuggets. So um, it was it was a lot of games, uh, a lot of dominance being being done on Christmas. So I just want to ask you guys, like, what was your your favorite NBA Christmas game, like, in your guys' opinion? Like, what was your favorite one? And I'll follow it up with another question. Uh. Like, um, I'll go first. Go first. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, I like the Clippers and Nuggets game at the end, like to finish it off. Uh, that was my favorite game to watch. I feel like just the energy and uh, the intensity like that the game felt. It was like a playoff-type atmosphere. To, um, even though the Clippers were uh, leading a lot like uh, during the game. But uh, I like seeing Paul George step up, especially when Kawhi Leonard was sent out. Um, he had, took a big, a big shot from uh, from Sir. Mm. He, he definitely did. I liked a lot from uh, what I'm seeing from that game. Yeah, Paul George had had, had 23. He was eight for 14 from the field. Uh, Paul George, you know, he it was a solid, solid all offensively. Uh, but Denver, how you guys thought about Denver? Even though you know that they didn't win the game, like what do you take away from that? I mean, Chris, like like what's your thoughts on that game? I mean, it's still it's only the second game of the season, so I mean, still gotta get back. I mean, and they had a short layover, so I mean, it right. happened. I mean, I think they're still fine. I mean, in a seven-game series, I mean, well, I can say seven-game series because it's so happened. I mean, I still have them as contenders. It's only a second game of the season, so, I mean, and every game no. yesterday was a blowout, so a lot of playoff teams got blown down. So, I mean, they're, they're fine. No, Chris, I just want to touch on what you just said. You said in a seven-game series between this Clippers team and the Nuggets, uh, who who would you favor? Just as um, I'm still going to go with Denver um, only because mm-hmm. – I I seen Paul George these last couple of years in the playoffs, and he I think he's really going to be the X factor, right? Even though even though what I found out about him, um, in last year's series, I didn't know he was the leading scorer for the Clippers in games five and six. He just did terrible in game seven. Right. So, so just to say, I just think based off of last year, and even though they added some new pieces and they got new coaching stuff, I still think Denver's the better equipped team, more depth. I think they share the ball a lot better than Clippers do. They have a nice system going on there with Mike Malone. So I would still take Denver in six or seven games. But even though they got blown out yesterday, still the second game of the season, still a long way to go. They'll be fine. 
They probably yeah. begin the playoffs. No, sound, sound. That's pretty sound. I mean, Mar. I mean, I mean, what was your favorite Christmas game yesterday? I mean, you talk to me. I mean, um, I would have to say the Brooklyn Nets because, Oof. because before the game started, I said Kyrie was going to go for forty. So, and, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when he was actually like scoring. And when him and Katie were actually like playing, well, Katie, not really. He was just there, you know, doing his thing. But Kyrie really, really showed off and was showing he didn't he didn't miss a step either. And why he's still he's still a top two, even the best point guard in the league. But mm-hmm. it could be. But I also did like the Pelicans game because I did like to see Bernie Ingram and Zion ball because they were hooping. Oh man, that I know, I know Ingram is Kyrie's. That's his uh that's one of his favorites, man. I mean, wait, before we touch on that, Elijah, what was your favorite Christmas game? What was your favorite? Uh, I'll either I'm gonna choose between the the first game of the day, which was the Heat and Pelicans game, or the uh Denver and the Clippers game. So mm-hmm. those two games well, I was really hyped for the Denver game specifically for Michael Porter Jr. Unfortunately, he didn't show up like I thought he was. Yeah. But, you know, you still got, what, 71 more games, 70, 70 oh, games yeah. left? So Yeah, 70 games left. We still so. have some time. Um, now, for the Pelicans, I feel like they do have the potential to kind of make some some noise, maybe not playoffs. I feel like they could possibly enter that little that playing tournament, and you see how it goes from there. But they're pretty promising with their future, as in, like, their, their future, as in, like, longevity time. Next four or five years, I feel like they'll be in a good position. Oh yeah, and I think everyone so that that young like Zion had fourteen boards. Like he was just he out rebounded Stephen Adams, and you know the out out rebound Stephen Adams. He's a rebounding machine. Besides Russell taking half of his rebounds to, you know, get his rebounds up. But you know Zion was just he was 11, 11 for twenty from the field. He was just absolutely dominant. Ingram, I, I can see why Kyrie loves Ingram, even though uh, he he didn't. So Zion looked more spectacular, but Ingram was just smooth. Like he gave you a smooth 28 points, three assists. And then he come up with two boards. That's all. But he, you know, with his length, he should come up with a little bit more boards. But when you got Steven Adams in and Zion, it's kind of hard to get the boards. But I mean, I definitely like the Nuggets and Clippers game. Like, just like Kyrie said, the playoff atmosphere, like, even though it's so hard to kind of watch the games without the crowd. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Doesn't it feel a little bit weird without the crowd sometimes? It's like, man, like this would it would have been going crazy. Like it kind of the you heard some of the noises, but like how you guys feel about that? Like the crowd not being there. Of course, cold. Yeah. Me it has its ups and downs. I don't really mind it, to be honest with you. I like I like hearing the sounds of the game. It makes me feel like I'm I'm actually there. I'm actually were to be in a stadium watching it, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. I definitely feel that one. So um, I want to touch on uh, – so basically the Lakers. So I wanted to touch on which duo was more impressive or was was basically you – know, so between LeBron and AD, you got KD and Kyrie. So which duo to you, in your guys' opinion, who you think uh, had to had a better game? Which duo, in your opinion? Because Kyrie dropped 37. KD had a smooth 29. He looked like he didn't even have an Achilles injury. He played so smooth. And then LeBron AD, you know, typical LeBron AD. I mean, I know Lamar – I mean, Jamar had the, the Nets one in the finals. And I don't know, after this game, does he feel a little bit more confident in his pick? I mean, you got – you can tell me. I'm going I'm to go ahead with Mar one since Lamar had, had the Nets. Um, 
I'm gonna go with Katie and Kyrie, and I'm gonna say it's not it's it's, it's not close in my opinion. It's it's just not close. Oh, it's not close. Like, oh, like what Bron, like what Bron and AD do, they they complement each other. Like they complement each other perfectly because that's what Bron needs. That's exactly what Bron needs. But it's like Katie and Kyrie. Is there isn't they 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 don't like anything. There there's 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 nothing you can really game plan for, just like Brown and AD. But I just feel like eight. I just feel like Katie and Kyrie are much more scarier. Like mm. there there's somebody you have to fear when you're when you're game planning. I feel like if Brown has an off game and AD has an off game, I feel like the Lakers don't do anything. But the Nets, they still have a uh, they still have a lot around. They still have a lot more around them. So even if KD has a bad game, you still have to worry about Kyrie. AD has a bad game, you you don't really see Bron go off. Mm. So what do you guys uh, think about that? Uh, off what uh, Mark said? I want to piggyback off that. Um, here, there's some truth to it. I mean, I would also take uh, KD and Kyrie based on what I've seen so far, and it's not kind of for the same reasons as Mar. Because like you said, there's been plenty of times or over last year we would see either Anthony Davis or LeBron James have a bad have a bad game and then the supporting or and then the next player or what's what I can say. Well all right, I'll say it like this. We've seen times like when LeBron has a bad game and AD doesn't step up and vice versa. But and Kyle Lamar said, uh even if KD or Kyrie had bad games, they still have like Karis Levert who is who can drop twenty who could drop twenty United if you wanted to. They still have Spencer Dimwood who could do the same thing. DeAndre Jordan, I don't know. He's been playing a lot better now. Like he has, like got some extra juice or something. And Jared Allen. When you look at the Lakers, and if LeBron and AD both had bad games, I mean, you're relying on Kyle Kuzma. He can play, but he's really inconsistent. Dennis Schroeder, same yes. thing. He he'll do something, but it's not. It's just not like what we would see like Karis LeVert do. I mean, Karis LeVert was when they when they just went there to the boat to go down there. He was the main. He was the main attraction for the Nets. And he's a six man right now. Definitely. Was. So I mean, I so in the sense of what Mars said, I would take them over, but it's more so not the duo itself. It's just kind of like their team. The team is deeper than the Lakers. So even if so, you can bring somebody like Katie out the game and still and put in Spencer Dinwiddie. So you still got to worry about somebody that can drop twenty on you. Oh, okay. So basically, hearing from what both of you guys say, so let's just say, hypothetically speaking, the Nets and Lakers meet in the finals, seven game series. Who you rocking with? I want to hear Kyrie and Elijah input on this too. Um, me, so I do, I do agree with a lot of what Chris and Jamar said. I also agree with uh, Kyrie and Katie being the best, uh, the best duo last night. Kyrie was simply the best player on the floor, regardless mm-hmm. of the game yesterday. So I have to give that to him. Um, as far as the Lakers and uh, Nets playing in the finals, though, I would still take the Lakers over the edge simply because I, I trust in their defense more and I trust in their chemistry more. Right. Like I seen and I and I seen like the newer guys have meshed in like really well. Like Montrez Harrell, he came in off the bench yesterday and had like twenty-two points, I think six or seven rebounds, and he looked like he he belonged there. And he's only been he's only been there for a couple months. Right. And also other guys like Marcus Shaw, we seen uh Dennis Schroeder like get busy yesterday. I think he dropped like sixteen or something like that. So I the the Brooklyn Nets are very deep too. The guys like Joe Harris, Curtis Levert, as Chris mentioned, um Jared Allen, Torian Prince got I didn't hear the last few things you said, Kyrie. You went in and out, a little interference on your part. I'm sorry. I said uh, Tory and Prince and uh, right. Spencer Dinwiddie. 
Right. So I said guys like that, that on off the bench are going to be hard to compete with. And he still got vets in there like DeAndre Jordan and uh and Jeff Green that are still serviceable on the floor. So um it's going to be a tough – it will be a tough series, but I would still uh, have the Lakers edging them out. Mm. And what about you, Lodge? You, you're the last one. The Lakers in that seven-game series, hypothetically speaking, if they meet in the finals. So it's crazy because me and Kari literally were together yesterday and we had an argument with a handful of people. And uh, basically, I want to bring up the point that I do agree with Christian Marr about them being the better duo, but I would solely put that simply because they're the most – they're more amazing – out of the out of the between the two duos the most amazing and most like just thrilling so they have that effect on you but when it comes down to it i feel like in a seven game series the what's surrounding lebron is what exactly what he needs so where lebron doesn't necessarily need a, a squad full of carol subverts punching and witties and i guess you can say joe harris's but typically he would just need shooters and a bunch of rim runners around him, which he has now and he upgraded off of them so as of right now i feel like the Lakers will win it in a, in a seven-game series. Mm, okay. So so you guys might kill me for this question, but this, this is the last part. So who's the more clutch duo, in your opinion? Kyrie, KD, or AD and LeBron? Who, oh, my Lord. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> for that, I would have to go with Kyrie and KD. That's not even a question. Yeah, question? They're, All they're, right. They're just able to score at will. All right. <laughs> I thought you guys were going to kill me for that question. I mean, hey. I mean, you got two clutch guys Le- like LeBron that. LeBron and AD, they're great scores in their own but LeBron they, clutch. They don't got it like like those two, like KD. Right. It's, it's just practically LeBron's the one that's clutch. AD, uh, that's still to be determined. Wait, Colin. Wait. I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Were you, were you one of the people that was saying what Kyrie said about LeBron when he was saying nobody can hit that, like a shot like me? Do you, you Were you one of the people that said he was wrong for that? For saying LeBron's not the most clutch teammate, uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that part. When he what? said he has a teammate that he said he he all listen in the in the in the quote and what he said he said he didn't have a teammate that could hit shots like he can. Uh, so Kate, wait, was I on? The, I think I was. I didn't dis. I disagree with Kyrie saying LeBron was the most clutch, but I understand why he would say that with Kevin Durant. But LeBron was the most clutch team because Kevin Durant and Kyrie hadn't played yet. So, in my opinion, LeBron was the most clutchest teammate Kyrie had alongside of him. So, I mean, I don't know what, what you guys think about that when, when he made those statements. I mean, I don't know if Kyrie thought otherwise, if LeBron, you know, when he made those statements about Brian not being the, the clutchest teammate. He finally – he said he found someone clutch, finally. I mean, no, Katie, what, what, he, what he's saying is he found somebody that – where he looked and said he can hit that shot too. So, for example, let's say – Let's just go back to 2016 game seven. Let's right. say if Kyrie did not have the ball, he's saying I have somebody like me that can just make that shot too. So put the rant on that one-on-one making that deep three-pointer instead of Kyrie. That's what he's saying. Oh. So, wait, so you guys don't think that LeBron James could have hit that shot too? I'm just asking if you guys don't think. You don't think uh... – It's not outright that no, he wouldn't hit the shot. It's just that I feel as though, I guess you put it in this perspective, that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving had the better. He wouldn't take that shot, and as well, like, Katie and Kyrie have the better chance out of him in taking that shot. So you have to take that in consideration. I mean, Um, honestly. Well, go ahead. I don't don't feel as though, I don't feel indifferent about the conversation. The the comment is just about how how it got about. Like, I feel like that should have been, that should have stayed, like, with Katie and Kyrie, not, not in the middle of the finals, uh, performance by LeBron and them 
Mm. And they just they did end up posting it during that and they ended up like going viral. So I don't it's more so how it got out than more than what he said. I mean, at the end of the day, it's I can't you can't say it's false in a way in a way it is, but in a way it isn't because if you go by the stats, they say LeBron is like one of the most clutchest players in, in, in the playoffs, but it's I guess you had you can say how, how he does it in a way, because usually sometimes he can be the clutchest player, but he doesn't make the shot, he creates the shot mm, or he right. creates the play. So, which kind of differentiates him from KD, Kyrie, or Michael Jordan, or Kobe. Like, they kind of hold that against him. Like, his killer instinct isn't on their, on their level, but you have to take into consideration, like, the way, the way he makes plays and the way he plays, he, he, he kind of kind of orchestrates it in a way, basically. Right, he orchestrates the, for someone to be able to get that the best open shot in that. Well, my whole thing is about uh, whether or not uh, – so you guys want – so you guys wouldn't feel as, as comfortable as LeBron taking that contested final shot compared to LeBron using his strength, going to the lane, and just bullying his way to get that – like, how do you – like, right. do you guys yeah, – or, even, or even doing that, going to the lane and find somebody else open because of how much right, attention right. you lose when he goes to right. the lane. And – but – to be honest, because I think I, I think Bron could hit that contest. I don't now to say yeah, that I was just about to say I feel like they, I don't I don't think out on the court like close that LeBron can't make or that LeBron's like able to make. You know what I mean? Right. It's like there's not a play on the court he's not able to make for others. Right. So I feel like I feel like Kyrie's comments were, were like kind of a low blow because it like like we were talking about it was kind of taken away from the fact that he is clutch and, we, and there's stats out there to prove. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the fact that, uh, yeah, pretty much, I, I don't, I don't know how, I don't, I don't know how to like put my words together into what I was trying to say. But yeah, that's that's the gist of what I was trying to say. But I think <laughs> I, so I, it's right, some right. I mean, But I feel like KD is like that player that you you have more like you're more comfortable with in that situation because he's simply the more talented scorer. Right, and he made clutch shots over Bron in in the finals too. So you know I, that's understandable in itself. I just feel like you know, I mean they're I mean they're both clutch. KD's the most clutches out of those three. Would you guys say is he the most clutch out of those three, out of Bron and Kyrie? If you sure, ain't. sure not. Or oh, who is? If, if the game on the line, I, I'll give it to I'll give it to KD first. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. KD for the final shot. Listen, Christmas Day. Finals game seven. Listen, Ooh, man. Y'all, Christmas. y'all not about to tell me Kyrie. Y'all don't y'all, y'all, y'all not about to tell me Kyrie Irving don't deserve that ball, man. No, I mean, listen, I'm fine with either one. I'm just saying, like, say go to. I think KD would probably be like the go to, like, because he's seven foot, and he, you know when he he jumps, he got that range, he got that lift on his jump. I mean, it's kind of hard. I mean, to I mean, yeah, but at the same time, if Kyrie got the ball in his hands under ten seconds, KD might be like, all right, I'm just going the way. Go ahead. All right, bet, bet, bet. That, that, yeah, that. definitely. All right, that sounds pretty sturdy. That sounds pretty sturdy. Mara, Mara's about to have to fit with the whole, you know, got to give Kyrie the ball in the final seconds. Come on. No, I, no I just make my case. Like, I just I just made my case. If you if you pick somebody, you pick somebody. I'm just telling you my plea to why I would take Kyrie. No, it was, it was completely sound. All yeah, right, well, hold on. Chris and Mara, how do you feel about my comments on the LeBron situation? Now? What? Like, as far as, like, do you understand where I was coming from between, like, and Kyrie's comment necessarily wasn't saying he wasn't like clutch. It was in a way like his his ability to make that shot may not may not have been as greater as Katie and Kyrie. But but the one thing you can't take from him that he is clutch in his own way, and it's just a different way that people aren't really used to seeing. And that's why basically he gets transcended as like 
I guess the greatest like player I mean, I, or athlete in a way. Oh I've yeah, I've been saying that. I, I mean, I've been saying that LeBron's LeBron's gonna make the smart play. He's not always gonna he's gonna make like the right play. He's not gonna do what everybody else wants him to do. I've always said that about him. Right, and that right, job, right, okay. that job's a lot of people. Uh, I get on LeBron for doing that because I hate it. <laughs> like I said, somebody like my hate it, but I'm, though. I, I definitely understand right. why. And I understand, but the thing of the thing that kind of opened my eyes about it is that he really believes it though. So it's not like. Right. At the he end of the day, his mindset is just to completely make the shot. People, people around him have said it, and he outright spoke and said it. Like his his main goal is to make the right play, no matter what the situation is, no matter if there's five seconds left. Like giving he, it to Danny Green, uh, when Danny Green missed it to win them the uh, the chip. And I think it, what what was it like game five? Yeah. No game. Yeah, game five. Yeah, yeah. but I'm I'm saying though, like as a coach, and you look at that, it's like you can't get mad at that. You got to open look. Or like exactly. another one, exactly. another one to bring. I'm more in. mad at Danny Green for missing it. Uh, yeah, I would be absolutely more. And then you know, at the one time passes to George Hill, a lot of people got on LeBron case on that one. Yeah, I do. Wait, I, mean, I got a question. I got a question. What? If you're an opposing coach and it's ten seconds left, and you're coaching against the Lakers, or you're just coaching against LeBron, isn't right. it kind of easier to game plan for LeBron? Because it's like okay. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you could game plan for Bron, but even if you like, can you really stop him though? Like, that's... no, but I'm talking about in that ten seconds. I'm saying, oh, you, your main goal is to disrupt him and make him pass the ball, and it's not oh, hard to make him pass the oh, ball. Yeah. So, wouldn't you say it's kind of harder? I mean, kind of easier to like. I'm not gonna say easier, but like, it's kind of easier to make Bron use his teammates because you already know nine times out of ten he will. But when you're looking at KD and Kyrie, it's like, yo. All five of y'all, y'all got to jump. It's, that's that's all we can do. Honestly, Mark, I, I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, I feel like it's hard, too, because we, as far as being clutch, Anthony David hasn't showed it enough, but he's shown me enough, like, especially in the playoffs last year or this this past season in the bubble where he hit the – um I forget which game it was, but he hit the buzzer beater to put Denver away. Hmm. And that was, like, the, the energy boost that, that L.A. needed, like, to surge past that series and, and get to the finals eventually. So I feel like it it kind of be harder in that sense because you're, if all your focus is on LeBron, you forget the fact that he has AD and like capable shot makers on the team who you wouldn't really expect to get the ball. But if he's open, like like uh, as that play develops, then yeah, you could expect him to get the ball. And I honestly wouldn't be that surprised. And I'm not. And I'm but fine if, with it. But if you're a coach and you make a seven footer take a moving jump shot for the three for the game, don't you think you did your job as a coach though? I mean, you can say that about KD, and you you didn't do your job. And AD has proven that he's able to make that shot, even when he was in uh, New Orleans. But he missed it and, that shot in the regular season, so it's like, okay, is he gonna make it? This I season? mean, I mean, yeah, you can say that, but it, you but you can't say as though like Kyrie hasn't missed a shot like that. KD hasn't missed a shot like that. They have. Yeah, they have. They have. KD's missed free throws to lose playoff games and get closed out before. So they have. Like, yeah. So and free then, throws are just as important. No, no, no. I, I want to comment on the LeBron thing, though. So, in a way, I feel as though your goal, main goal, is for him not to get the ball on the inbound and take it out of his hands. Because no matter if it's in his hands, the shot is either going to go up, whether it's on the three-point line or to the rim and draw a foul and possibly get an end one. Or if y'all collapse too hard, he gets a teammate open. And if he gets to Dennis Schroeder and you got 10 seconds, he gets to the rim quick. So that's even – Dennis Schroeder doesn't have to take that shot. So he moves it to AD or another shooter. So I feel as though, in a way, yes, in a way, it is easier to coach a play for LeBron. But it's just like at the end of the day, you have to keep it in the back of your mind. He's capable of anything. Oh, that's fair. 
I mean, you could say LeBron is probably the most passive, one of the most passive clutch players. Can you guys say that? Like, he's clutch, but he's also passive. Or like, he's just naturally passive. And then, like, and, huh? I would say more poised than passive. Right. Because his, his play style isn't necessarily passive because he's aggressive. His, his, his whole his whole work around his game is that he, he's able to use his body at lev, at limits that nobody's ever done. So, Right. And then you and know, even personality wise, he'll acknowledge it. He'll let you know. He'll and he'll expect others to know. Like, yo, I'm I'm the best player in the league. So he's direct in that sense. But I feel like he's more poised. Like Lara says in a sense where, like, all right, I know I'm, I'm like the I'm leader of this team, but it's not all about me. It's about making these guys better. It's about helping these, like the, all of us. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. that's another reason why that Kyrie comment was kind of like I felt as though a little, a little. He's, he's, it made him feel, feel, seem real ungrateful in a way because well, yeah, he was other, definitely other players like even I heard Richard Jefferson and Tanner Fry both expressed how Bron felt about Kyrie and all he wanted Kyrie was to be great like he wanted him to be an MVP because he felt like he was an MVP caliber player before he even went there and he was one of the main reasons why he went back to Cleveland so it was just like for you to feel like that comment was cool and you kind of just don't care about the backlash kind of it's kind of basically opens up his views on LeBron. I guess he kind of well, took I mean, that, uh, that, that, that little growing, I guess, act. He feels like it is serious, <laughs> and he kind of, like, I guess took it with him and ran with it. Well, I mean, it kind of stems from when Kyrie was told it was going to be his team, then Bron comes back, and it's not like you could turn down Bron. If Bron say he wants to go to your team, I mean, you're not going to say no to Bron. I mean, what more I mean, do I don't know how you'd be upset because you never took your squad to the playoffs. So, right, he's never let his team four years definitely. prior to Bron getting there. It's done nothing. So, so, so he didn't really. I feel like he doesn't. He didn't really have the right to have those feelings towards him, or to have like that that selfishness towards him. Because it's like yo, like last year, like you guys were saying, you you got you haven't done nothing with this team without me, or since or before I've, I've and, gone. And with the Celtics, this is like the main sample you could you could use to had his time, and you know, he didn't go very far. Which Easily, that team should have gone very far. And but after that know. situation, he even apologized to LeBron. So it just it, it makes it even weirder. So it's just like once you feel like you realize what what he was trying to show you, you you now you understood. You fold, you fold up and kind of just open up now, and then you do this again. So it's just like, and even in Boston, bro, he had it made. He had a young Jason Tatum coming up. He had a young Jalen Brown coming up. Marcus. Coached by Brad Stevens, and that team like was no like an Eastern Conference final team. It's, it's no excuse for, for that team not going there. I mean, like I said, K, I feel like KD's the leader of their next team. So it's like 1A, so it's 1A, 1B. That's how I look at it, like KD. Because, I mean, yeah, KD's the leader of that team. I would go as far as say that KD leader of the next team. All right, so we're going to go to extensions. Well, not mainly extensions, but it was another big max contract. Rudy Gobert, $205 million. I mean, what do you guys saw about him getting that max contract? Um, for, I can honestly see why they did, they did it because, like, we a, a lot of us know, like, the Utah Jazz's thing is defense. And Rudy Gobert has shown him to be one of the best paint protectors in the league. And he's a core of what they do outside of Donovan Mitchell, who's, like, who's obviously their best scorer and their best player. But I feel like Rudy Gobert, him being a part of that Utah Jazz defense and just his – him making his presence being known, I feel like they could – I feel like they see him as being a key piece of, like, their, their deep playoff run. So I, I understand why they did it, 
but I'm not too sure on the price point in which they did. Right. And and honestly, that just kind of comes down to like the Utah Jazz as a team overall. So like where do you see like the Utah Jazz in the playoff standards? Like they they are a playoff team, but how far in, in, in the playoffs do you uh, we, we talked about this multiple times, bro. Oh, I, yeah. I see them being like anywhere from like the five to seven range, maybe four. And Donovan Mitchell, he's obviously the team's best player. Uh he he he's obviously an all-star. I think he'll be an all-star this year. I mean I mean, I just feel like the team kind of relies heavily on Donovan as they should, and then you got Rudy Goldberg, uh, you got Joe Ingles. I mean, I just don't know if that team is ever going to be able to win a championship in the West. I, I don't know. I mean, but Rudy Goldberg, I mean, yeah, it was deserving of him getting that max contract, but I just don't see a, a finals picture with the Jazz anytime soon. You know, I, I don't agree know. with you on that because it's Utah. I don't see them really, especially with the money they just spent, I don't see them getting another superstar to pair with Donovan Mitchell, being able to afford it. Their best bet would be drafting one or, or finding somebody cheap that that kind of turns into that. But you're, you're, I, I agree with you on that. I don't see them winning the championship or contending for one like uh, anytime soon. Right. And then this also leads to an, another important one. Uh, so it's, it's a lot of – so the 2017 draft class, it was a pretty big draft class. A lot of players got taken in there. A lot of, the, a lot of them got max contracts like Bam, De'Aaron, Donovan, you know, uh, Jonathan Isaac got a max contract. I mean, I, I had to – so Don, Jonathan Isaac, for me, like, so what do you guys think about him as a player? Oh, he's a uh, bust. He's a bust. He's a bust? So you don't think he was worth that $80 million contract? You don't think no, so? Cruz, I was just talking about this yesterday. Kuz got three years, $40 million. Kuz is way better than him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would gladly take him. But then, so we're gonna we're gonna touch on the Pelicans. A lot of you guys love the Pelicans game, but we're gonna touch on the point guard Lonzo Ball. He turned down his extension. They didn't give him enough money that he wanted, uh, so he's kind of betting on himself. So, what kind of season you think Lonzo's gonna have? I mean, because you know he's got to have a big season now because since he turned on that contract extension, he's kind of betting on himself to get that big payday. So, what do you think about Lonzo in, in this season? Like, you think he takes? He's the gonna improve. Out? He's gonna improve heavily. Right, right, right. You, you. So. Uh, any so how 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 what kind of improvement are we talking about like a, a big leap? So I don't I don't see him improve it's because of the guys around him like Brandon Ingram and and, uh, and Zion Williamson that are on the come up and on the verge of being all stars and Lonzo's just not there yet. Right. So I don't see him see him making a big enough leap that's going to get get him paid significantly more than he would have if he would have signed the extension. All right, that I mean that sounds fair. I mean, but I think everyone like. Uh, I mean, like, okay, so would you have Lonzo as a point guard? Like, would any of you guys take Lonzo as Oh, definitely. Definitely. All right, okay. All right, so every, all right, so Lonzo, all right, he's cool. So Lonzo's good. All right, so then we move on to the next topic. Basically, uh, a, a continuation from the from the survey uh, from the last episode we had did, but this time we're going to focus on who's the best point guard in the league right now. So everyone's going to have their own answers and statements and opinion. So this is what the list has so far. GMs did a survey. So Stephen Curry, like, was in everyone's eye. GMs specifically, Stephen Curry was the best point guard. Damian Lillard comes up second. Luka Donjes, they consider him a point guard. He's right after uh, Damian Lillard. Chris Paul, and then you got James Harden. They put James Harden considered as a point guard, even though he's a two. But they consider him a point guard. So, I mean, you guys could throw your own best point guard variations in there. So, I mean, who who you guys think That's is the best point guard? That's just terrible. What's terrible? That list. That is just. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, James Harden. I mean, he played point for a year, and he he his assists. I mean, 
I wouldn't say he's a point guard, though. I would say he's really a shooting guard because the way he gets buckets. So, I mean, but you you guys can come up. You guys want to follow the list. You guys can come up with your own variation the best point guard is. And, yes, I'm with Mar. I don't like that list at all. But, you know. So, so what do you got? So, who, who's your pick for the best point guard in the league right now? I mean, Mar, I, I know you. Who's your best point guard in the league right now? Whoa. I know it's only been two games, but – Last year, I would have told you Steph Curry. This year, I'm going to say Steph Curry again, even though I'm a fan of Kyrie and what he's doing. But I can't just, like, knock Steph off of two games. If, like, if this translates into the playoffs or, like, for the rest of the season, then I could say Kyrie Irving because Kyrie was never too far. But I don't think I could just throw him over Steph over two games. What about Dane? Dane, Dane doesn't say that he's not, he's not a far second. Dame, Dame is not better than Kyrie Irving or Steph Curry, in my opinion. Hmm. Right. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree because Dame is my best <laughs> point guard in the league right now. I got him mm-hmm. narrowly, over, uh, narrowly over Steph Curry, but I feel like Dame is the best point guard in the league right now. I would I would agree with you in most cases, but I can't because – and I know it's still early, but they might have eight points in their opening game. That's inexcusable as a, if you're the face of the franchise. No, for sure. I, I I could agree with that. But Steph Curry, even though he scored a double digit stuff, he hasn't been playing the best either. He hasn't been impacting his teams like well, like all around good play. But even though we're just, I'm not, I'm not really referencing like my pick off of these first couple games of the season. I, I'm happy you kind of based off last season, right? So it's a combination of last season and just the two games so far. So that's where we're gonna go off. So you still stick with Chris made a valid statement in, in Damian Lillard's opening game. He played terrible. The whole uh, Portland Trailblazers played terrible. Well, yeah. Uh, so wait, so just your your pick overall is Damian Lillard. That's who you're rocking with. Uh, Mars yeah. and Steph and Chris. What about you? Well, it's, it's easy. In my opinion, in my opinion, it's easily Steph Curry. Not saying that Damian Lillard is far off from that. I put Dame third. Or actually, I put him fourth only because mm-hmm. I think Chris Paul. I put him fourth because I put Chris Paul third because nobody's a better leader than the point guard leader than Chris Paul, hands down. But mm-hmm. like, kind of like what Mars said, though, it's like, it's Steph. You can't just put anybody over Steph, though. Uh, I mean, last year you 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 got some you got something to add, bro. I just feel as though if you're going to go that route, then Kyrie Irving shouldn't be in your top three. And if you're if you're putting Chris Paul at four as a leader, as a point guard, because it's been proven that he isn't a leader as a point guard. So so for my list, I have Steph Curry in my number one as of right now. But uh, I have a very confident feeling that Damian Lillard will be able to kind of edge out that number one spot towards the end of the season. And I really, I really, it really depends on if Steph Curry makes the playoffs. I still don't, I, I still don't doubt him that he won't, but uh, it's very possible that he, he, he will. So it's all up to I'm, him, in my opinion. I, I well, I'm down, I'm down them right now. I don't think they're gonna make it. I and I and I and I, I respect it because you kind of have to. I, I basically, these these two games of play have not been prom. It did not look like not MVP. Enough. MVP mode Steph Curry, which he needs to be in. Considering the it's situation. not, it's not the fact that he has to be MVP mode Steph Curry. It's just the fact that his team is just, it's not really that great. I mean, they, I, 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 I took it for granted how much they really rely on Clay Thompson. I took that for granted. They really rely on that man. Who's the better ISO player? Uh, who's the better ISO player 
I think you had said that you got you you was uh I just want to bring it up. So like so I kind of I didn't really remember the argument exactly. Like so why did you feel that uh Kyrie was no, you said Steph Steph was the better ISO player than Kyrie? I'm trying to remember Mar. I would never say that on my mouth. Yeah, so who, who, who did you have? Kyrie? Yes. So so that argument about so Rav had uh Steph, he had Steph being the better ISO player. But you just you, you only attribute that to the system, like just strictly a system. That's why uh, his stats might look better than Kyrie, but he's not. Like I don't even mean, think the system makes him the better ISO scorer though, because we see Steph, a lot of Steph Curry coming off his screens, and he a lot of his plays are set up for him. He, he we don't see him go going one on one a lot throughout Warriors games, especially I mean, like dribbling. He's driven about four or five like, times, and the shot goes up. We said who was the better offensive scorer. Who's the better offensive scorer? Oh, he has Steph. I still don't know why, but that's who he had. I mean, are we? Are, so, if you want to, I know you don't like to bring stats in this because stats, you know. But um, stats. Uh, I mean, who's the better offensive player? That's tough. They both really, they both can get their buckets. I mean, honestly, it's Kyrie. Are you going off that by raw talent in a way? That's well, a good point. I mean, that is a good question. Well, I mean, if you're looking because, at because stuff, because if you're going off efficiency, it's not him. So, right, it, it, it isn't him. So, but off of raw talent, I feel like his handling is better. Um, I don't. You can't say his three point shot is better. Uh, he finishes better than him, and I feel like their mid range game is pretty much the same. But I really think he takes it further with his his, his his finishing game, his layups, his runners. Um, and I, I understand why you feel like he is strictly off talent, though. Wait, right. what happened so, Kyrie? I didn't hear you. I said that you, Kyrie, like, like uh, referencing to his, like, his scoring arsenal, he even showed a little bit of a post game, too. But some point guards that are about his same size or lower than him, he'll – Really back them down on the block and create and create something for him to get the easy layup. That's something and we don't Kyrie. really see in point guards at all today. And Kyrie's more clutch. Kyrie is more clutch. I, I can yeah, agree. I can yeah, agree with that. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, definitely. so, definitely, yeah, because right. So that that that's a fair argument, but you would still choose Steph Curry as, as the best point guard in the league over Kyrie. They're one and two, in my opinion. They're not like I said, one A, one B. If Steph was to have an off year and it had to be a point guard that would take over, I would go with Kyrie Irving. Right. Why not Dame Lillard, though? I don't feel like Dame can – okay, for the same reason, okay, um, I think Kyrie Irving is the best offensive point guard in in basketball, in my opinion. So, I, can, I, can, I can sort of agree with that, too, but I feel like we got to throw Damian Lillard into that. I feel like Dame is third. I don't feel like he'll be better than Curry or Kyrie. What does he do better than him? What does he do better than Kyrie? Uh, man, His defense is a lot better. He gets his teammates involved a lot better too. That, that's that's true. And, and he shows Dame, well, overall better leader. He's one of the best leaders we have in this league. Would you guys say Damian Lillard is a better passer? Dame always had a Dame had a team since he came in. Yeah, then they took they took it away when they when they traded Lamarcus Aldridge and uh and Nick Batum and CJ McCullum was always that his first two three years he struggled his first three years his first three years he wasn't CJ McCollum now 
exactly. Yeah. So uh, Dame had a team when he was coming in. They t- they took it away from him, and it was barely scratching the, the playoffs. Still making the offs, unlike Kyrie. And, and still in the West too. In the West yeah. too, was dogging it. Mm. So I mean, it's like so what and, you and, and listen, listen. him low key. So oh yeah, he is his clutch. But you said okay, so he has better playmaking and he has better defense. What else? I, I pointed out leadership. But I mean, those are three important. You can't, I mean, you can't just rely on the game, bro. You said what? You can't, you can't just like solely rely on your offensive game, especially at the point guard position. In a way, it works depending on what you have. But when you won, what did he have? He had LeBron. When he didn't win, what did he have? He didn't have LeBron. So right, it's just like so, now he has KD. So now he's back. But when it was his time he, to shine, he did his part. When they were no, down three one, okay. when they were down three one, he still had forty. When they in that game seven, he still hit the game winner. He when like you said, he didn't he didn't get there till he had Bron. But when he got there, he still did what he had to do. Right. I never said he didn't. Yeah, and, and nobody doubted he was still doing. He had to do when Brock got there. Every, I, me, at least me, everybody expected him to play the same or or to be even better, like for his play to elevate. Right, and and, and it did. And it did, especially in the final. So and he stepped no. up to it. But I, I look at the stop in Boston because the stop in Boston, uh, you see Kemba Walker before he got injured was taking advantage of it. But I feel like Kyrie, it's obvious Kyrie Irving is the better point guard than Kemba Walker. So I, I can't help but imagine how the team would be like now if he didn't kind of ruin that situation there. And you have Jason Tatum, who grew to 6'10", who's just getting better and better every oh, season. And you got Jalen Brown, who's getting better and better every season. And right. you got guys like Danny Ainge and, and Brett Brown. That's part of the organization that's going to make sure he's straight. That's going to make sure he's good. I mean, honestly, there's no reason why Kyrie couldn't have succeeded with that team. So it's like it's, that's just going to be a stain on his market as a leader. But he's a champion. No one can take that away from him. He hit the biggest shot, you know, so no one can take that away from him either. I wanted, as- add, I wanted to add on to that, though, because that was our first time seeing him leading the team. Like after uh, – wait, was that – was it one season after LeBron or that was the same season LeBron left when Kyrie uh, went to Boston? Uh, that was well, left the year before. Didn't he leave first? No, he yeah, Kyrie left first. They got well, they did leave first, right? So that was so in Boston. That was Kyrie's. That was his first time leading a team after LeBron. After he had LeBron as a teammate, and he didn't he didn't really do much with it. And a, a part of that could be attributed to injury. That's why he couldn't play in the playoffs. And Terry Rozier, um, kind of got that spotlight. We got him paid. We all know that. But I feel like he didn't make. He didn't make the most of that situation. I feel like other point guards in that situation would have done. And I kind of, and I kind of just want to ask. I just want to ask Mar. So like, uh, so I mean, I think it's right to say, or do you at least feel like LeBron carried Ky- like so? Kyrie's kind of it's kind of strange. Kyrie, no. I, no, he can't he carry him. Don't, yeah, don't, don't even ask that question. He ain't carrying him. Carry. What did you say? I'm just no. Listen, I said, do you think LeBron carried Kyrie? I'm just saying though, because Kyrie didn't no. do. No, I didn't necessarily carry him, but like he played. So Kyrie didn't make the playoffs his first four years. LeBron come, they make the playoffs. They go to the finals the next year, 2016. And then it's like, uh, it's basically Kyrie did his thing in the playoffs and he did his thing in the finals. So, so no one really cared anyone, but you kind of got to wonder if LeBron didn't come there, how many years would he have not made the playoffs? Like four years without making the playoffs. You think any more years, like you think Kyrie would ever made the playoffs? Well, when have the Cavaliers been good? They still they still aren't good. People always say when Brown leaves the team, they get worse. That's true. But when were the Cavaliers ever good? Not Miami. Yeah, not Miami. 
That, I, but yeah, but that's what people say. Some people say Brown has an impact on the team when he leaves. They're no longer good. But when were the Cavaliers ever good? Even when Brown first got there, they were terrible. Well, that's how the Cavs were good before Brown was the early nineties. <laughs> yup, with Craig Elo. Yeah, so oh. when you say Kyrie didn't make the playoffs, like when would it who was ever like who else but LeBron James was supposed to be like a savior for the Cavaliers? Like the Cavaliers front office has just been terrible. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See? No, but no, but no, I I got some though for the Damian Lillard one. Because this is what I don't like about Damian Lillard and why I can't put him over Kyrie. Uh. This this happened this happened on three on three separate occasions. First time, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what the record was. I want to say it was either 2000. I want to say it was 2015. I want to say 2015 and 2016, one of those years. When they were top top four in the Western Conference and got swept by the Pelicans. That's number one okay. in the first round. Right. Then I want to go – now I want to go to when they made it to the Western Conference Finals. First off, I want to say he did not do well in that game seven. The only reason they beat the Nuggets because of C.J. McCollum. That's the first thing I want to say. But when he went to the Western Conference Finals, again, they didn't do anything. Now, now they they don't they don't really lose, they lost Alfred Camino, but he's not really anybody. Added Carmelo Anthony, and they made a trade against Hassan Whiteside and barely make the playoffs. Now, without now throughout those three times I just said, the core of the team has stayed the same. The only thing they've replaced is maybe a big man or a wing player, but they still don't do anything, and it's always inconsistent. They always it's always a seesaw with the Blazers. That's why I don't really I don't really know what to say about Dame Lillard. They went to West Conference Finals winning, then the next year they don't make it. But to, I agree. With, I agree with everything you just said, Chris. I agree with it. But we just got to take into, into to mind that he's in the West, and Kyrie was in the East starting off. He was in the East for his, his majority. He's been in the East. Yeah, they both career. been, they both been in the West. I, on the same team. He's been on. A, he's been on. A, he's been on a single team for eight years. Wait, they, wait. They, so I, I want to ask Mar. So is Damian Lillard clutch to you, Mar? Of course. All right. So if you switch Kyrie and you put Damian, Damian Lillard is taking that shot. How do you feel about that? It's going in. It's going in. Okay. So right, cool, cool, cool. So 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 you think Damian Lillard on that cast team would have been just as successful with Damian Lillard? Them niggas would have never left. I mean George, I mean, he took George Hill. Why wouldn't he take Damian? All right. I'm just I just I, I, I thought <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, chill, yo. Come on, man. He took George Hill. Why wouldn't he take Dame? I mean, he started snapping on the Bucks when he got traded. That's crazy. George Hill was a, a solid, solid point guard, man. He just he, – hey, yo, Pop, yo, Papa Savage, yo, he traded that man for the Kawhi. He knew, he knew what was going on, yo. Yeah. yo flip of the year, bro. <laughs> flip of the year. That's, that's got to be it. No. Um. All right. So, oh, yeah, then he's got one more. It's the shooting guard. Uh, list so I mean they took James Harden out of there but we're gonna put James Harden in that shooting guard category and they got so James Harden is he got 68 percent they all picked him as the best shooting guard they got Bradley Bill thrown he was right second then you got Luka Doncic uh at three and then you got Devin Booker at four and then you got Jimmy Butler at five they put Jimmy Butler as a shooting guard Wait, I mean you guys got they took Clay Thompson off because he's hurt uh, I think so most likely uh, okay Okay, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. You know, he's out. For wait, that. wait. Jimmy Butler was number five. Yeah, they got him as a shooting guard. <laughs> so I mean, hey, I mean, you guys can throw your own your own top five shooting guard list. You know, you don't gotta add Jimmy Butler. I mean, Hell, that man, Jimmy. 
That's crazy. Uh, James Harden number one. That's obvious. Bradley Bill at number two, and then number Wait, three. Wait, Colin. Huh? Can I can I get your point guards? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't who was oh. your point guard? So I think Steph's gonna have a dominant season. So he's gonna have an MVP year. I put Steph one. MVP year? Whoa, 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 buddy! Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow your roll. Slow your roll. MVP. I think Steph could have an MVP. I didn't say he's gonna win it. He could have an MVP year. He's gonna dominate. How's he gonna have MVP year? How? He's gonna dominate offensively. Assists. He's gonna Lord. win to do that, bro. I so 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 you think the Warriors? The Warriors are gonna be bad. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs, but it's going to be hard, though. Like, if they keep taking losses like this, bro, their their window's getting getting smaller and smaller. They can't keep taking L's like this. They can't keep playing like this. Well, yeah, obviously, Steve Kerr, he's going to make the adjustment. So is Steph. So, I mean, obviously, they're not going to play horrible like this throughout the whole season. Not there's no way that (laughs) you don't know that you don't know that. Well, injuries injuries aside, that could be be a factor. But injuries aside. You know, I think this team is a playoff team. And Steph Curry, you know, he he this is gonna be like real competitive basketball for him. Like wait, if he can play one. Wait, 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 you said injuries are soft. They're already hurt. They don't got clay. Steph Curry. They don't have clay. Can so, I hear you two and three, Colin? All right. Then Kyrie, Damian Lillard. And number four, you could throw Chris Paul. And number five, I don't know who to put at number five. Um, I'm really not sure to put number five. Who's the fifth best point guard? I mean, always get disrespected, yo. Who? Who? Nobody remembers Kyle Lowry. Oh, oh my God. Yo. 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 But you know why? That's your name? <laughs> no, nah, is it because he's from Philly, though? He said, "That's your best." Kyle Lowry's a dog, yo. Kyle Lowry is so. I mean, I, I mean, listen. I always said this. Kyrie, Kyle Lowry, oh Kyle Lowry was he 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 was exceptional in the finals. You got to give him like if he didn't play nearly Which one. You talking about the one Kawhi one? Yeah. Well, yes. Right. Well, right. the Raptors shouldn't even yeah, have he one. He played cool that time. Yeah, he played cool that time. That's cool. Yeah, usually he doesn't really uh, in the playoffs, but that's because he's playing against Brian. I got a, I got a whole rap sheet with that right there. Listen, I didn't. I didn't see John Wall take his whole soul, bro. Four John, John Wall used really to gonna, dominate Kyle Lowry. And they swept him in the regular season. Yeah, Raptors John swept Wall, him in the regular season too. John, John Wall came Wall. in the playoffs and swept him right quick. John Wall used to dominate Kyle Lowry. Yeah, so Drozen used to be out there lonely sometimes, bro. And that's his man. Come on now. But he's cool you know, and all. He ain't top five though. <laughs> Kyle Lowry top, top five. five. I mean, I, I don't know about that. I mean, Mark. I mean, wait, Mark. Why would you put him in, in, in number five? I was why is Kyle Lowry top five point guard? Who do you have at number five? I'm not sure. I was trying to think. I'm the big yeah, Westbrook better than him and Wall. Oh, my gosh. Dude, oh, oh, no, Westbrook. Listen, hold on. Listen, Westbrook. Okay, okay. So, what does Westbrook do better than Kyle Lowry? Besides the four? Yeah, four is better than him. He does. He 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 averages more. Like his numbers across the board are just better. We gotta stop the disrespect of Russ for real, for real. (laughs) But numbers don't win you games. Numbers don't win you games. Numbers get you eliminated by damn games. Numbers don't win you games. Like you said, Kyle Lowry got cooked by John Wall, Wall bro. Like John Wall, Kyle Lowry got cooked by John Wall. Russell Whoa, wait, 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 You're not going to disrespect John Wall before the entry. Yeah, but, but you bringing up Damian Lillard. He, he brought up Damian Lillard. He, 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 he was second team ball. Wow. John Wall ain't no slouch. 
Exactly. But, but, but who's better right bro. now? Who's better bro. right now? But you're not saying I said, bro, bro, in that regular season, that, that year, the Raptors swept them in the regular season. You didn't win a game in the playoffs. A game. Oh, and John so. John Wall was as him and Bradley Bill was phenomenal. But you you I don't like the way you tone in John Wall. John Wall was second team on NBA that, that year before he went downhill with the injuries. Don't bro, disrespect. John Wall matter. was this a top team five. Was not better. This team you was can not say better John Wall, that, You can say John Wall was a top three point guard, top four point guard in 2017. Right. Top he's not three. Better than he's better. John Wall was dominant. Bro, top three. Come on now. All right, so who would you? I know, I know, I know, Mar. I know you hate throwing in the years, but he got. No, you said 27th. John Wall was top three, 2017. Top four, top five. Was it MVP in 2017? Yeah, he was. Westbrook was MVP. I was saying, you got Curry, Kyrie. Who'd you put him over top three? Well, Ooh, I mean, listen, though, but you got to understand, there was an actual debate who was the best point guard in the East in 2017 between John Wall and Kyrie, and a lot of people that picked That don't mean he top three, though. I mean, a lot of people felt <laughs> John Wall. Top... So a lot of people felt John Wall was the better point guard than Kyrie Irving. Because okay, he... cool. Okay, cool. He's the best point guard in the East. Not the be... But he's still not the best in the NBA. I mean, if he's the best point guard in the East, and it's... Kyrie, Kyrie was in the East. Who else was in the East? Ooh, bro, bro, I mean, bro. Gotta put, gotta, right, I'm, I'll say, I'll say not, Russell 2017 not. and Dame Lillard. That's three right there that is not over. And no, and then you got Steph, bro. What you mean? Exactly. <laughs> All right, John Wall top four. Uh, John Wall top four. No, no, no. He's not no, a top no, five no. point guard? Yeah, John say five. Don't say four. It's, it's, it's five. Yeah, five. Uh, yeah. Five, right. six. So wait, so 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 you guys are like so so Russell Westbrook is the better point guard than Kyle Lowry. You guys are like that. Yes, I oh, don't. So is that, man. Oh my I, god, I, oh my is toxic. God. I already told you this. I, no, I mean, that's cool. He can be toxic, bro. So my whole thing is like, <laughs> so every teammate that had Russ, they love Russ as a person off the court. It's just on the court. The chemistry is just like he's he so back there to mellow bro. He's so bald. Like, that's why KD loves because of, of Russ. The Russell's taking more shots than KD. That's unacceptable. You're the point guard. You can't take more shots than your own, like, star player, you know? But, you know, like, every teammate loves Russ. He, like, now, do you know, now, now, do you know KD left because of that reason? I, it's got to be part no, of it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Part of it. So, no, he, he just he realized he wasn't going to win no championship there. I mean, Listen, honestly. I'll say- with a point guard like Russ, I will say with a point guard like Russ, I mean, okay, just imagine playing basketball with Russ. How many times, how often you think you're going to get the ball when Russ is, like, just coming down? I Tunnel think dish. he's going to – I think he'll give you the ball. I just think – here's the thing about Russ. I'll, I'll say he's not, a, he's not a toxic teammate. His teammates love him, as he should. They love him. Right. But the issue is he just does too much. That's right. his only issue. That's his biggest issue of all. He just does too much. But, I mean, I do – Russ mostly creates his like assist opportunities when he's on the drive. So like when he and not, he's driving not even percent of the time. So half the time when he's driving, he's looking for like a lot of the turnovers, and that's why it makes it seem like he's he's not like a good playmaker, even though his assist numbers show that he, he's a pretty capable one. I mean, I mean, but the stats, but the stats can be a little, you know. I mean, yeah, you, but it's like okay, wait, Mars. So what makes Kyle Lowry better than Russell besides the championship? I mean, what what about him? Like, he's not a better scorer than Russ. I mean, I, I don't know if you want to say that. Nah, he's not a better scorer than Russ. He's not a better defender than. He not? 
Whoa! I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I'm asking. Is he a better defender than us? I'm asking you. What, bro? Bro, he just take them charge. He take he take these charge. Bro, Collar's not a better defender than what? Come on. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I just threw a question. I'm just asking. Is he a better defender? I'm just going list by list. In my opinion, I'm gonna say yes because I'm not gonna tell nobody they're right or wrong. In my opinion, I think he's a better defender. But the reason I take Collar. Is that's part of the reason he's a better defender. He's more of a team player. He's he's more of a team player, and he's just a better point guard. Like he doesn't always have to. He does he does things off the stat sheet to win you the game. I, I mean, Kyrie, you can't. Kyle Lowry is. If I wanted a point guard on my team, I would because Kyle Lowry. I know he doesn't have to flood the stat sheet to win. That's why Chris Paul's top five. That's why he's top five. Kyle Lowry doesn't have to flood the stat sheet to win. You have to have Russ has to do something on the stat sheet to impact the game. I'm not talking about that though. I was asking how was how was Russ. Not a top five people. You said Russ not a top five because you put Kyle Lowry at that fifth spot, but not Russ. Why? That's what Kyrie said. No, but he said he said Kyle Lowry's the better team player. What makes what makes uh, Russell Westbrook the inferior team player? That's what I'm asking because we see him with guys all the time, coaching them up. He's a great team player. Okay, but that's all. He just, that's, sometimes it just doesn't reflect because of bad decision making on the floor. But that's constant though. But look, that's, no, constant. But look. that's not no, just a occasional thing. That's constant with Russell. He constantly makes like sometimes you you would think at this stage in his career he would make the smarter passes, smarter smarter decisions. He's making mistakes where it's like, dude, are you a nine ten year veteran or or, or that's a that, that's because the, he the pace of his game though. I right, know. Listen, I'm about to, I'm about to answer your question because. Okay, prime example. Dennis Rodman is a great team player because he does stuff that if you he does stuff off of the stat sheet, which I said Kyle Lowry does. So if you can impact your team on the stat sheet or like without the stat sheet or both, because sometimes he could do it both ways. I feel like if you can, I feel like if you're leading your team by doing stuff that's not on the stat sheet, you're a better team player because it's like okay. We don't have to – okay, even if you go a hustle play, run out of bounds, save a ball, if you take a charge, that's not going to pop up on the stat sheet. But that's that's showing the players around them, like, yo, I got you. Yo, this is – I'm I'm, put, I'm setting up – I'm setting us up in position. He's doing certain things that the normal person wouldn't do for his team to win. It's not all about getting this number, getting this assist. That, well, that's I mean, what I'm coming from. Yeah, I, but – I understand that. I definitely understand that. But we can't, we can't base Kyle Lowry being the better point guard simply because he has more intangibles. That, that, but tangibles are, t- are important. The stats do show you a player, but stats could be a little bit. That's the only you games, though. Like, it's leading like, sometimes. That's because we, like, Andrew Wiggins was averaging, like, not to make a comparison, Andrew Wiggins was averaging, like, 20, 20 some points a game. Did that make him, like, oh, the stats is great? I mean, stats is kind of a little bit off. Not all, but, like, you kind of get blinded by the stats. But, like I said, Kyle Lowry is point guard wise, he's a. Not overall the better player, but the better point guard. Like I would want Kyle Lowry. I would want uh, you besides know besides scoring in the triple doubles. What can Russ do better? Yeah, like I would want John Wall as a point guard. Chris Paul. I would want Kyle. Like those are point guards who I know they're gonna make the right decisions at the right time. Russell is shown, and he's been in the finals not to make the right decisions at the right time. So. I, I and I used to be a big fan of Russ. I'm not really a major fan of him. I'm just entertained. I'm he's very entertaining. I will I will give you that. I, I mean, got a quick question now for more. 
Do you consider Ben Simmons a point guard? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. He's not better than Kyle Lowry? No. It's too early. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what you got to say about that line? It's like you hoarded it in. I'm not here right now. I mean, it's, it's I'm not here. I, I, I mean, you, you can you can say he's better because he put in the years, but my God, I mean, I'm telling you right now, the GM is gonna be like, "Yo, Kyle Lowry Ben Simmons, they're trading him, bro. There's no way. There's no way." He's huge. Oh, okay, listen, listen. No, 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 no. You never said what I. No, no, no. You never said who would I rather take. You said who I think is better. I'm not gonna just say because like the way Ben Simmons is. I'm not like it's only been what three seasons. I can't just say he's better. But if you're building a team, of course you're going to take Ben Simmons. He's younger. He could do more. He's he's a bigger point guard. But I can't. Just, Ten years older than Ben Simmons, so that's yeah. Not- I can't just flat out say, "Oh, I'm going to put Ben Simmons ahead of Kyle Lowry." No, Kyle Lowry is one of the reasons why Kyle Lowry is one of the reasons why they won that championship. Ben, I mean, like, if you want, yeah. like y'all, like like y'all said, Kyle Lowry was getting cooked by John Wall. Like, come on now. Ben Simmons had two points in the playoff game. And not about to tell me he's better than Kyle Lowry. Yeah, yeah. And Kyle Lowry's had multiple games where he's went missing like that in the playoffs, too. That's fine, though. But that's fine. But when he got to the championship, he did what he had to do when he got there. I mean, but listen, so so, so here's my whole thing with um, – Tyler, what you I, think, bro? Ben Simmons your point guard. Ben Simmons your man. What you think, bro? I mean, I'm taking Ben Simmons – just based off his talent, he's young. I understand no, it, bro. I'm asking. I'm asking you straight up. Who the better point guard? So, all right. So, or let me ask you then, Kyrie. You put Kyle Lowry in, with the Sixers last year, or in the year before that when they got bounced. Do you think they actually beat the Celtics? I don't know. No. 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 All right. Well, then. All right. I guess. I guess that kind of answers. I mean. I mean, bro, you saw his defensive presence is way greater well, than Kyle. What are we basing the question? Like, are we talking about now? I mean, all right, I guess I would take Ben Simmons because, you know, he's my point guard. I think young – I think he can match that potential and talent. I think he'll do that this season or next season after. So, but, I mean, I don't know. I asked you guys, do you think Kyle Lowry was in that situation? Would that make me the difference? Would they have advanced? And you guys both told me told me no. So I mean, I mean, Mar. I mean, let me ask you. You think Kyrie? I mean, you think Kyle Lowry? He was on the he was on the Sixers team the past two seasons. You think they make some assessments? They go far in the playoffs? Um, Mar, hold on. Before you answer that, how does that answer the question of who's a better point guard? No, I, who's a better point guard? I I would say yeah, that, that. That's more. That's more. Ben like, who's that's the better for that team? Ben Simmons is a better fit. I mean, but I, you can say Kyle Lowry is a point guard, too, because Kyle Lowry, you know, he plays the point guard the way. So, I mean, I would stick with Ben Simmons just because he's young. He's more talented. You know, he has everything going for him right now. So, besides the jump shot, obviously. So, that's just me. I mean, so so what you think, Mark? If you put Kyle Lowry on the six of the pass, you think they go far? Any adjustments? Like, like what do you, you think Kyle Lowry makes that big of a difference for the Sixers? Well, I mean, the Sixers were one shot away from conference finals. So, I mean, why not? All right. All right. That's fair. I mean, and I just. Who, and then who who did they lose to? So, I mean, why not? Well, I mean, well, so I know I know you're going off Kyle Lahr, especially how, he, how well he played in, in the finals. But I think everyone here knows that Golden State wasn't injured. Like roster fully healthy, I I don't think the Raptors win that series. I mean, 
no one thinks the Raptors win that series. It, it could be competitive. Like the Raptors would absolutely make it competitive, but I, I don't see the, the Raptors winning that series. Why KD, not? Why KD. not? You think the Raptors could beat the Warriors? No, KD? no, 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 no. I asked you why not? Why not? Because nobody can stop KD on, on, on that team besides Kwai. And Kwai, so who's gonna guard? So who's gonna guard? Who's gonna guard Clay? The Rockets weren't about to beat the Warriors though. Yeah, Chris Paul. They were they definitely were. <laughs> so I'm asking you, why why couldn't the Raptors do it? Are the Raptors better than the Warriors that year? I'm asking that's you. Like, Raptors. No, that's, not the question. that's not answering the question. I just said yeah. that. No one. So no one's guarding Clay Thompson if he's fully healthy. Who who on that team can go and guard Clay? Because Clay could give up. <laughs> do you know who they had on that team that year? So Clay, Danny Green Raptors? wasn't there, Colin. I, yeah, I, Danny Green, Pascal, OG. They have, they have players that could throw at him. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, so again, I'm asking you, why couldn't the Raptors win? I think the Warriors are the more dominant team. They've shown that throughout. So that's just me. I think the Warriors could have won six, seven games, whichever way you guys think. I think the Warriors would have still won. But that did definitely help the Raptors with Clay and KD being hurt. Not taking anything from Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry played phenomenal in the finals. But I mean, he's won the championship. Can't take that away from him, too. So you know that supports his. I mean, that supports your kind of your standing of him being that top five point guard. That's something that Russ will probably never ever win a championship. I mean, he had his chances though, and you know he kind of blew it. So and, and that's on him. So I got well. well I got a little side hmm. question, just just based off what you just said. So. If the uh, Cavs were fully healthy, twenty fifteen, were they going to be the Warriors? As twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen, when Kyrie and Kevin Love did not play, were they going to be the Warriors? If fully healthy, I think I, I thought they were. I mean, it, it'd be it'd be a competitive series. I really could. hey yo. Bro, no, I'm not asking Kyle. I'm asking you because you said because you made it say without a shadow of a doubt, no hesitation that the Warriors are healthy, they were going to win. But you're thinking about it when it comes to the case. But the Warriors didn't have Kevin Durant though. They didn't have Kevin Durant 2015. What does that mean? Is that one of the best Durant's records in the league? Top two. Kevin Durant is a top two NBA player. Well, at, before he got injured, was a top two, top three NBA player. While Leonard was the top five player on the Raptors. Okay, but you talking about the 2015 Warriors? He might, he might be lower than that. You talking about that year? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> he might have been top three that year, bro. I ain't even gonna hold you. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So I, wasn't, no, I wasn't saying. Yeah, I wasn't gonna go. I mean, that OD, but he was definitely top three that that year. That That's year. what I'm saying. So when he said, when he when he was talking about when I said the Rockets almost beat the Warriors, he said the Warriors were more dominant than the Raptors. Were they more dominant than the Rockets? Because the Rockets don't have every piece to guard the Warriors like the Raptors did. But they were a 3-2. Right. Okay. No, I'm – okay, that's fair. I just feel like the Warriors beating the – 2015 beating the Cavs, I mean, I think it'd be a seven game. I think the Warriors could, but I feel like it, it's a toss-up between either one. I just feel like Kevin Durant makes that make that major difference. I mean, I think the Warriors could have won six, seven-game series. It's a toss-up, honestly. It can go either way. And I'm being I, got, I got a quick question for Marta. I'm listening. I, I just got one more jab. It ain't really a jab, but it's just like an eye opening. But is it too early to say Trey Young? 
No, no. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, it is. Okay. Give him a, that's, give I mean, a, give I mean shout out too. to him, though, because he, he he showed job he showed job tonight. He just, he just took that dub on him. He got 36. <laughs> 36 and 9, you know. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, mm, I mean, I, I, I'm glad that you stand on that point, though. I respect that fully. That's just how – it's just like Kyle Lowry just has a certain amount of, like, you can't just discredit what he does. Brutal. I respect the two, though, because Kyle Lowry actually one of my favorite players, like, play style-wise. He's one of my favorites, bro. No. And I think that's probably why I like him because, like, like I, I play like that. Like, when I play ball, like, it's nothing impressive, but to get the job done, then it's, it's, some, it's something you can't really just go find. And that's the type of nigga – that's, that's – he he out, bro. Any, anybody in the league won't want somebody like. He went in and out, bro. So yeah, I was I wasn't trying to take nothing away from Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah, like I, Kyle Lowry is definitely more of a point guard than Russell. Russell Westbrook is 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 really a two. Well, some of these guys are really a two in the point guard body, but Russ is definitely not a a, a point guard. He makes too many errors when it comes down to it. So I mean, but you know, stats wise, the triple doubles. He he's a legend. I mean, when he retires, he's going to be a legend. And people are gonna look back at his accomplishment like, man, three time, uh, triple double, you know, that's never been done. MVP. Huh? The MVP. MVP. Well, I do want to throw this uh, throw this question out for Elijah. So in Kyrie, because I know you guys are big Russ fans. Twenty eleven MVP. I'm no big Russ fan. I'm not, I'm not a big Russ. <laughs> I just don't like the fact that he be getting disrespected. I mean, but he kind of he he, he, deserve, he deserves. He deserves uh, of his skull, but that man ain't outside of that top five, though. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> That's wild. All right, let me ask you. So, 2011 D Rose MVP or 2017 Russ MVP? Who you think the better point guard? That Rose. What kind of question is that? I'm just that asking. Rose, I, don't, bro, that Rose, I, felt, I felt like they might have said Russ. You know, I got, I got to go with D Rose, bro. He ain't my man's. He Westbrook, not my man's. It's just all right. Like, I, I felt like you guys would have said. Pay, I had to pay his homage right quick. I had to show him <laughs> respect on it. Nah, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of his game or whatever. But I, I respect what he does. And I respect what he's able to do. I respect that he's all around and he's versatile. Like when it comes to being a point guard, and, and I, then, and I just, and I, I feel for him because, like I was saying, I feel like he gets the same. Ne- narrative as a, as a teammate that Carmelo Anthony that's that's my favorite player I'm I'm going to bad about that any day but I, those guys aren't bad team, teammates they, I don't know like what makes the media and fans and stuff portray them in, in that type of way yeah I mean I mean but all right so that concludes episode 20 of the restricted zone podcast uh, I want to thank my fellow co-hosts, uh, Mark, Kyrie, Chris, Elijah. Definitely want to thank you guys for hopping on today's episode. It was really exciting. It was fun. Uh, uh, thanks a lot for everyone taking the time to listen to us. And, you know, happy holidays. Stay blessed. And please enjoy your weekend. All right. Out.